Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul and awaken the consciousness. And wow, I feel like I blew in this morning, Benny. <laughs> just a little bit. It is. Sometimes it is. you just gotta. I know it happens. You know, sometimes there's weird energy and uh, my my guest, Laura McHenry, I'll bring her on in a minute. We were just talking. There's something. Universe got a little thing going on today, which is going to uh, tie into our show. Could be just because of the start of the summer solstice. It is. It's right around the corner. Well, you know, astrologically, Tuesday and Wednesday were really challenging. Today starts to get a little better, she says, hopefully. <laughs> Tomorrow's the summer solstice. And lots of great things coming up. So, uh Anyway, I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area, 24 years in business doing all kinds of things. This coming Saturday, and I, I do have things, whew, what a weekend I have for you, for you, those of you that want to come out to the things that I do. At Reiki Oasis on Saturday, we have Temple of the Divine Feminine, which is our monthly class for the women only. And because it's the day after the summer solstice, I'm going to be doing a, a cacao ceremony. It will be a little modified because I can't have a fire at Reiki Oasis, just saying. But we're going to do a cacao ceremony and a summer solstice full moon meditation and ritual, as well as continuing with the nine eyes of Isis mystery teachings and our monthly power of eight healing circles. So um, I do have limited room for this, so if you want to come, sign up at schedule.reikioasis.com or email me at reikioasis at gmail.com and um, let me know that you're coming because, uh, like I said, I have limited space, so if you just show up, there may or may not be room for you. Well, let me put it this way. I've never turned anyone away. I do jam people in if I have to because I always think that whoever shows up is sent there by... Uh, divine and the universe, and I honor that. I honor that very, very much. And then Sunday, this coming Sunday, I'm having a cacao and crystal bowl healing concert at 7.30 p.m. at Bali Yoga in Kirkland. I'll be bringing my crystal bowls, and I always work with the crystal dragons and the crystal beings of light. There's lots of really good healing going on with the crystal bowls and you know, I'm, I'm a believer in the power of sound. I'm a musician and have spent years chanting and studying the healing effects of music. And I believe that at our base level, we are music. We, we all have our own personal little song going on. And I just love that part. So come on out. The bowls will help tune you up, clear you out. And if you have crystals that you want cleared, bring them with you. And if you bring a bottle of water with you, believe it or not, we will infuse that water with um, some lovely energy, some healing, and turn water into, quote-unquote, medicine. Yeah, medicine. Water, by the way, is the great healer. I hope you're drinking enough of it. I want a, bit, a big shout-out to my Patreons, the supporters of my show. I am a listener-supported show. Airtime is not free. Um, you know, uh, I, <laughs> it's just not. And I love being able to bring you great guests, and I hope you enjoy listening to the show. But if you go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown Show and um, want to be part of the patrons, the supporters of the show, I am so grateful. Even a dollar helps, and um, there's great stuff in there. I'm going to just mention very quickly astrology because I want to bring my guest on, and she's sitting here so patiently and so lovely, and I, I love what she's wearing today. We had a powerful full, full moon on Monday the 17th, and it was the last full moon we, before we begin the eclipses of July. So we are reaching what's called a culmination point. All the things you've been working on, all the lessons from the universe uh, are coming to a head. We're, we're actually kind of finishing a seven-year cycle here. So you can look back across your life and go, wow, what's been going on? Because there's been a lot of cleaning and clearing out and 
and uh, new things coming in because everybody's on a little slightly different growth cycle. Full moons are often a time of release, but they're also a time of completion and, as I said, culmination. So think about what has been happening for you since the start of this year. What journey have you been on? What lessons have you been learning? What repeated patterns are showing up? Where are the areas of growth or tension? Because we're now reaching that peak point and more will be revealed as we go into the eclipses of July. But this, this week, this point is a significant point. You might be, fe- you might be feeling something bubbling or brewing. Some people are feeling like... Um, They'll say to me, Loretta, you know, I don't know, something's coming. I can feel it. I don't know what it is, but something's coming. And so we are moving toward the completion of a phase and moving into the next chapter of your life. And that sometimes requires us to let go. And it sometimes requires us to allow and embrace or surrender. This full moon was just a few degrees away from what's called the galactic center, which is the center of our galaxy. This is a highly charged point, so it's like the moon got an upgrade or got supercharged. This high vibrational energy is quite powerful, quite strong, but more in the sense of blossoming energy. And I got to admit to you, I've really been feeling it. Um, You know, I'm a very strong, sensitive, and an empath. And any flux in energy at all sometimes can really throw me off. So I've had to really take care of myself this week. I think my daughter used to say, Mom, I think you can feel dust in the next room. And uh, that's probably true. I hate to say it. If you relate to that, you're right there with me. So this energy is where we can focus on something We can go after what we want, and we can get things to the completion point. If we complete something, it's always such a great feeling. Now, there's also been this Jupiter-Neptune formation that's been driving the energy, and it's been pretty intense. Neptune is the great disruptor. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday may have been a bit rough for you today. Hopefully, we're easing that up. And at the end of this week, we move into cancer season. And, of course, we have the summer solstice tomorrow, which begins summer here in the northern hemisphere. And uh, we have the changing of the, the seasons. We're moving out of communicative Gemini into feeling-based cancer. So we will be guided to feel at home within ourselves. Do you feel at home in yourself? And we may be guided to express our emotions. And I always hope we have creative and loving ways to do that. And um, I know sometimes we just need to speak our truth. But, you know, if we always are aiming for the highest good, that can come out in a better way. So, you know, cancer is a very sensitive sign, but it's also very intuitive. So it's a good time to meditate and really tune into your intuitive heart And let it guide you forward, because isn't that what we want? Now, the summer solstice, like I said, will be tomorrow. It's a time to reflect on your personal growth and the meaning of the season. Seeds are planted in the earth as well as planted in our souls. So it's a time of cleansing and renewal, a time of love and growth. The solstice signifies the time when the earth is at the fullness of the strength fertility and abundance so we too can celebrate our strength in joining together pollinating our spiritual consciousness through sharing and meditation and offering gratitude for the abundance that we experience daily fire is usually symbolically used throughout the summer solstice celebration in praise of the sun or the light because we are at the time of the year when the most light is available to us. So let's use that light. Let's do something different. We can gather plants and herbs and celebrate um, uh, the summer solstice. We can gather in others and dance a spiral, 
dance around a fire. We can do a cacao ceremony. We can come to Reiki Oasis or to Bala Yoga in Kirkland and celebrate that. So do any of these things, and I wish you all a very abundant and light-filled and joy-filled summer solstice. May your hearts just simply sing and bloom as we dance in the magic of all that is. Huh, that's wonderful. I feel so much better already. And I'm going to bring my guest onto the show. My guest today is Laura McHenry, and she's the author of a new book, I Am the Song, Recognizing the Voice of the Universe, the magic in daily life. And Laura McHenry announced when she was seven years old, I want to know everything. And now she knows that choosing is everything. (laughs) Choosing intention, joy, forgiveness, and kindness. And so we're going to talk to Laura. We're going to find out more about her in her book. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you, Loretta. It's a delight to be here. I love your jacket with all the rainbow colors. Thank you. It just makes me so happy. Um, I have to tell you that I've read your book. I'm just going to show the picture of it. Is this a good place to hold it, Penny? Yeah, there's the camera up there. And you're going to want to get this book. This is such a sweet, delightful little book, Laura. And uh, I've really enjoyed reading it. It's got... Uh, For the listeners, it's got all kinds of little short snippets in it. I'm not even sure I'd call them chapters, um, but it's a wonderful book. And Laura, I'm wondering if you could tell us a little about yourself and what brought you to write this book. Uh, Which first? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about you. Well, uh, I've wandered through life. through different careers, different continents, different countries, um, different friends, different lovers, different families. And I guess one of the main reasons why I wandered so much was because the universe wanted me to learn just as much as I I possibly could smash into one lifetime. Um, I was told when I was 30 years old by a medium that I would be publishing books, but not until I had something to say. And at 30, I was pretty arrogant, and I thought, well, I've got tons to say already. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Now, well, it took quite a while. It took decades until I got to the point of being able to know I had something to say. And this book, I Am the Song, is, I guess, a result of my own uh, experiencing of the voice of the universe, the presence of the universe, the, the embrace of the universe telling me on a daily basis in, in ordinary circumstances that you're not alone, you are loved, all is well. And um, as a result, what... I felt myself compelled to do was to write down stories about my life. And so this book is a collection of over 90 stories about events in my life or perceptions of mine, mostly events, Um, lots of them having to do with animals and, and clouds and mountains and rivers because... Gaia speaks to us so clearly and keeps telling us, you're not alone. You are loved. All is well. So that's, that's what the book is about. It, Loretta, is, you're very kind to say that it's, it's a sweet book. Um, I never expected when I grew up to be described as sweet. <laughs> uh, I, I grew up in a very intellectual environment, so you're supposed to be very, very serious. But um, I, I would quite agree with you, and I thank you for that description, that once we stop and pay attention to what is being offered to us virtually at every moment of our lives, we discover that life is very sweet in the cats and the dogs and the clouds and the people and the little children and the rivers. 
it's just um, an expression of the sweetness and love of the universe. And that is basically what my book is about. I love what you said. Yeah, maybe you got sweetened. I don't know. I think I did. You you were mentioning <laughs> in your intro about the past seven years, and it's been during the past seven years that my life and my personality have changed completely. And you're right. Yeah. They've sweetened. Well, I'm glad I know you now then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a bad time. <laughs> well, I used to be from New York City. Oh. So, yeah, there, there is not a lot of sweetness there. It's a lot of activity and a lot of production, but mm-hmm. not so sweet. I got friends that are from New York. I actually kind of appreciate their, uh, I call it their blunt attitude sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I appreciate that because um, it's kind of no nonsense. It's like, yes. okay, I know where I'm stand with you, yes. right? And I'll just fix that and then we're okay. Right. You know, it's right. like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, you talk in your book, and you, you just alluded to it, the connection between our everyday physical experiences and how they can be spiritual. And, you know, a lot of people come to me, and they're, how do I say this? They'll say things like, Loretta, how do I talk to my guides? How do I know what direction I'm supposed to be going? And, and um you know, I work with people to do that, but they, they often have this very high expectation of some sort of light from the sky and choirs singing. So can you talk about that just a little bit? You know, what is the, um, what is the physical reality? What is the spiritual reality? Are they separate realities? How do you view that? Lights from the sky would be really <laughs> cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> Uh, well, you and I are both um, energy medicine practitioners, and we probably get very similar questions from our clients. Um, I find that, oh, okay, I have to go back a bit. What is existence? What is isness? In essence, what is source? What is God? What is the universe? What is all that is? It is all that is uh therefore oh gosh i'm getting mystical aren't i you um, can we like it <laughs> <laughs> therefore what is physical is only an expression of what is spiritual um spiritual needs the physical to ground into earth to heal the earth to heal humanity and the physical needs the spiritual to have a goal, to have some place to go, to have some purpose. The two, in other words, are different aspects of the same isness. In other words, take water, for example. My first spiritual teacher taught me this, and I think it's brilliant. Water comes in three kinds of existences, ice, liquid water, and steam. The ice is like physical existence. It's dense. It's what we would like to call solid. Um, I would call the steam like spiritual principles, perhaps, um, energy, because it is difficult to touch. Uh, You can't hold it in your hand, um, but it's definitely there. And it is the same thing that water is and that ice is. So uh, if we're talking about spirit spiritual essence in physical experience, what we are talking about is the expression of the is in a dense form so that the table in front of us and the jacket that you're wearing and the clouds that are out there in the sky are smushed together energy molecules, if you will. They're, they're denser forms of thought, desire, expression. Um, so when I walk up to a cat and I say, hi, that cat is expressing its spirituality with fur and a tail. 
the person who's saying hi, me, is expressing my spirituality minus the tail, and I'm just a lot taller than the cat. I find that isness, existence, what we often call consciousness or universal consciousness, is part of everything. It's part of your pencil. It's part of your thoughts. It's part of your desires and your purpose and your desk and your car. Um, I think the secret is to stop and pay attention, to try to see what, what that tree that's standing right in front of me might want to communicate to me, or I might want to communicate to it. To stop and pay attention, I think, is the secret of finding the vibration that is everything that is isness. Yeah, I did get mystical wandering down that road, didn't I? I I like what you say. I very much agree with you. I have this, um, I, I think everything speaks to us, and we speak to everything. Yes. Years ago, I went on a vision quest, and part of my vision quest was to talk to a tree and talk to a rock and, right, and uh, talk to a blade of grass, right, talk to whatever, came across my path, and they have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been here a long time, right? Yes. And uh, I think there's a lot to be said about that ism, as you say. We are all, I don't know, I look at it like we're all composed of the same substance at some level, and I think we've forgotten that. You know, in today's world where we're looking at what's happening to the world and the animals and what we do to each other, mm-hmm. I think it's a good reminder that, no, no, we're in this together. We're all in this together. Definitely. We're all expressions of consciousness. Whether it looks spiritual or not, we are expressions of consciousness. And perhaps we can't separate spiritual out of physical. I, 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 um, I like what you said about the spiritual needing the physical and the physical needing the spiritual. This is a, uh, it's a cooperative effort of some kind. I, I, you know, and these are big questions. Uh, um, you know, how far down that rabbit hole do we go? But um, I think it's good to think about it, especially the name of your book, I Am the Song, Recognizing the Voice of the Universe, the Magic in Daily Life meaning that the universe is probably talking to us all the time, every day. Well, I think of it as singing to us. Yeah. You and I are both musicians, and yes. so we both resonate to that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I, I, think the, I think fundamentally uh, an individual, a person, needs to decide, what am I? Am I the mortgage payment? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Am I this job? Am I this traffic jam? Am I the grocery list? Or am I something much more fun, much more interesting, um, much more sensitive, much more solid? Mm-hmm. And as a result, I think once we decide, well, I'm going to try this other thing, and see if I can find a song in me and see if I can find a song in my neighbor whom I'm not too crazy about. Um, okay, let's forget about the neighbor for a while. <laughs> I'll, I'll choose one of my children because I know that they have songs in them and just try to pay attention to who they are expressing themselves as. That is their song. Okay, I recognize that because I've paid a lot of attention to those children. What about me? Let's forget about the mortgage for a moment and the traffic. Um, what is the song that I would really, really, really love to be hearing from myself? In my case, it's been several things. They've changed over time. Right now, my song is... <laughs> it's just shining. It's writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. I've been a writer since I was a child, but never like this because the universe is 
standing beside me with every word I, I type. Um, and again, as you said, Loretta, it's a team effort. We're, the universe, my, I like to call my non-physical writing help, my book club, <laughs> because they're a club of, of white light. Mm -hmm. And as we work together, I am not writing the book by myself, and they are not writing the book by themselves. We are isness doing it together. Um, and so I have found my happiest song, and it's writing and writing and writing. Um, I think that I am the song is not just the title of my book, but it's the title of my life. That's how I feel now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, this is Loretta Brown. My guest today is Laura McHenry. She's the author of I Am the Song. And uh, we're going to take a little station break. And by the way, we are going to open the lines if you want to call in and ask her a question. She's a wonderful healer and obviously has uh, a lot of information. And the numbers at the radio station are 425-373-5527 or 1-888-298-5569. And if your heart's racing and your palms are sweaty, that's you. You're supposed to pick up your phone and dial in because when you ask a question, it's really not just for you. It's for everyone listening. So um, anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Marie, is that you? Oh, hi, Barb. How you doing? Better now. Did you know we had a little health scare with Jeff? Oh, no. What happened? Well, he had been short of breath and was really tired a lot of the time. He just thought he was getting old and was out of shape. But it turns out it was heart valve disease. How did you figure it out? He finally went to the doctor, and she was able to listen to his heart and detected the problem. I didn't realize it, but heart valve disease is more common than you'd think. They were able to replace the valve, and he's feeling so much better now. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. More than 5 million Americans are diagnosed with heart valve disease every year, but most people know nothing about the condition, and it can be deadly if untreated. That's why it's important to listen to your heart and ask your doctor if your symptoms may be due to heart valve disease or if you're at high risk. A message brought to you by Heart Valve Voice U.S. For more information about the symptoms and treatments for valve disease, go to heartvalvevoice-us.org. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you, Benny. I think we should have a dance-a-thon. <laughs> There's not enough room in here to do that. Uh, uh, or is uh, there? Well. I can make it happen. Mm, I think we could do it. Even if we had to sit in our chairs and try not to hit yeah, it. There's nothing wrong with a little chair arms. dancing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show. I'm having such a wonderful time. I really mean it, having Laura McHenry on my show and uh, her new book, I Am the Song, Recognizing the Voice of the Universe, the Magic in Daily Life. I always tell people, you might as well just go buy it now. I think it's on Amazon, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's on Amazon. And also, I'm going to put in a little... Uh, FYI for you listeners, on July 21st, Sunday, 1230 to 2, Laura McHenry's doing a, a book talk play date for grown-ups 
at the East West Bookshop, and uh, it's guess what? Free, Laura. It's free. Yes. So, what is a book talk play date for grownups? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's theoretically <laughs> talking about the book, but it's talking about almost anything anyone wants to, to talk about in terms of life purpose and mm. and. Uh, recognizing the voice of the universe in daily life. Um, and we're going to do a brief guided meditation, which uh, the way I have prepared this meditation is something that can nourish people for the rest of their lives. And we're going to talk about what is the universe? What is the voice of the universe? What are we, What is this business of the quote we've often heard, I am a spiritual being having a human experience. It's not the other way around. I am a spiritual being. This is just one chapter in a very, 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 well, not just long, but endless book. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to do with the book talk. We're going to play. I love it. So July 21st, Mm -hmm. Sunday, 1230 to 2. Go have some fun. Uh, with Laura McHenry, and we're t- we are talking about her book, I Am the Song. What do you feel is the main healing energy or the healing work of your book? Love. Love. Love, 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 love. Uh-huh. Um, not merely because I love grass and, no, <laughs> I, I mean the green stuff, you know, that, that grows out of, the, well, that's green too. It's Washington, so I mean, you know, yeah, it's pretty true. popular on Aren't both sides the of the evergreen? table. We are the evergreen yes. state. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And we're the Emerald City. Yes. A lot of green. A lot of green. That is the. It's meant to be. That's, <laughs> that's the cholera of Archangel Raphael. Yes, the, it is. The healer. Mm-hmm. Green, green, green. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was your love. question? It's the it's oh, love. love. Yes, yeah, yes. It's love. Uh, loving the animals and the birds and the clouds, and the person who helps you find something in a store, um, the person who gives their seat to to you on a bus. Um, in fact, I am the song is an expression of my unfolding of. Holy cow, I can love. Mm. I am loved. Mm-hmm. And I'm loved by strangers, whether those strangers are humans or yeah. aspects of nature. So, yes, that's uh, for me, the book is about discovering that life is love. Well, and I, uh, your, your chapters, you know, like you say, your, your My 90 stories. Your stories, thank mm. you. Your 90 stories. I, you have a way of writing that's, it's really through your eyes, through your perception. And, and I talk to people about this. I think about it a lot. Like, it is the way we look at things. Mm-hmm. And is that a loving thing or is that an unloving thing? Well, you know, mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer often said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that he was correct. I think they are what they are. It's just that we change when we change the way we look at things. Yes. But they do change in our perception. Yeah. So, yes, I, I totally agree with you that uh, what is important is recognizing that this is my life. Every second, this is me. Everything matters. It's important, particularly how I feel and how I want to be and what I'm doing to get to how I want to be. That's what's important. Well, and I'm hearing choice in there. Oh, yes. Yeah, choice. We, we do choose. Every moment, yes. We do choose. A couple of weeks ago, I had Lee Harris on the show, and he, the Zs came through, and they were talking about... Um, they basically said, you know, Loretta, you and the people that are drawn to you love to love. You all love to love. That's why you are drawn in. And how important that love is on the planet right now. And also how difficult it can seem. 
And uh, I like starting with the simple or that which is close to me, such as me and that flower, me and that cat, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what your your book clearly brings out. Um, who did you write the book for, by the way? And mm. who who will enjoy reading your book? Um, I started by writing the book for myself. Well, mm. this was way in the beginning. I mm-hmm. had to... I had to write certain experiences down. And then I began to realize, as I got a couple of dozen of them, I realized I bet other people besides me could find something exciting, new, exploring, uplifting in some of these stories. And I wound up writing for the person I used to be, Mm. who who Mm. is lots of us out there. Um, Again, paying the mortgage, um, getting stuck in traffic. The the person who wonders where where is the benefit to my life in any experiences. Um, It's very easy to understand the benefit to my life of being in love making love, uh, getting a paycheck, um, having someone treat us to a a lovely event or a gift, that's easy. Uh, A beautiful day where the weather is exactly the way we want it to be. But in ordinary experiences like washing dishes or walking down a path in a a garden and as you said before being me and the flower Um, the perception of who I am begins to change and the person for whom I have written the book is that person who wants to know how can I touch the universe how can I experience the universe? What, what is she talking about? That's what the book is about. The book is story after story after story of um, finding the beauty of life, finding how to love me, how to love what is in my existence. I love that. Uh, for the listeners, I want to remind you that my guest today is Laura McHendry. McHenry, excuse me. She's a Reiki master healer, a clairvoyant psychic, an animal medium, a spiritual counselor, a cat whisperer, (laughs) and an earthbender. If you want to call in with a question for her today, you can call us at 425-373-5527 or 1-888-298-5569. Don't be afraid to call in. Somebody out there needs to call in. That's why the guides are niggling me to repeat that number. So um, go ahead, pick up the phone and give us a call. Now, in this book, um, I've noticed that it is one of those books, and you may have other ideas of how to approach reading it, but I, I've been just picking it up and opening it up and looking at that, right? <laughs> what are your suggestions? What are the different ways to approach reading it? Well, uh, I have a lot of earth signs in my (laughs) natal chart, so I tend to always start at the beginning and go page by page and then go to the end uh, with anything I pick up. Um, I could use more of those, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I hate to come in to the movies after the movie has begun because I miss the beginning. Yeah, so I like to go from the beginning to the middle to the end. Which is one way, and that's the way I wrote, well, kind of the way I wrote the book. It's the way I organized the book. Um, However, the universe has told me very, very clearly that this book can be used as a divination tool, Mm. Mm -hmm. which is to say one can pick up the book, uh, say, three days a week, and sit down for four minutes or 12 minutes, whatever you've got, open the book up, just flip it open to any random page. And the story that 
is on that page is the universe's message to you for that day. Now, that's another way to hear the voice of the universe, is to, to do something like that. And that's what you have apparently done, Loretta. Mm-hmm. Um, just picking it up and boop, opening it. And that is your message for the day. Um, <laughs> this is funny. That bothers me a bit because that's not the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to go from A to B to C to D to E, you know. Um, well, I confess I read it from front to back and then it, it said, oh, I just am going to play with it like that. <laughs> yeah. So I did read it, but then I flipped through it. That's, yeah. that's the way I do. Yeah. Well, it, the book is in three sections. The first section is what I titled Hearing the Song, in which the universe does to us and we observe. The second section is learning the song in which the universe is doing to us and we're beginning to understand how to recognize the universe. And the third section is singing the song, which is, okay, I can do this. I am part (laughs) of the universe. I know how to be part of consciousness. I like that. It is about the song. We touched on that before. I am the song. So I am the song is I am the song. You are the song. But everything is the song. Everything. You, Loretta, uh, the microphone that is in front of me Mm -hmm. is also part of the song. The clouds that are out in the sky are part of the song. So, you know, you say that the universe sings in our lives. It sings in our lives. Is it dependent upon us noticing it? Or no. does it just sing? Being is. <laughs> it sounds like a Zen <laughs> koan. <laughs> Beingness is. You can't stop it. We exist, therefore. Therefore, we are an expression of source. We are an expression of consciousness. So uh, whether we pay attention or not, our song is in us, our own individual, my Laura song, your Loretta song, Benny's Benny song, uh, is in us and looking for expression. Um, Whether or not we are paying attention, the universe is talking to us whether or not we're paying attention. So if we walk past the flower that you mentioned before and we don't look at it, that's one thing. If we look at it and don't appreciate it, don't communicate our love to the flower, then we miss the love that the flower is communicating to us. Mm. We also miss the opportunity to Mm. express love. Mm. So uh, the universe is constantly singing. Everything is song. Everything is music. Everything is vibration, you know, frequency. Oh, we're back to the ice water steam uh, example again. Yeah, everything is vibration. You know, I'm thinking about that flower. Um, I'm thinking about how it is so easy to walk past it and not notice, as you say, it's love that Mm -hmm. it is sending out to you. And um, often I say to people, can you just allow yourself to receive the love that is being sent to you Mm. which people will quite often they'll tear up or they'll cry or they'll be stopped in their tracks going allow it and we're very busy but I think also in our culture we are taught to do 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 we're not taught to um, receive Mm -hmm. to allow people to do nice things for us or to Mm -hmm. allow our animals, our pets even, to do nice things for us or to give us beautiful energy. Yeah. We're we're taught that we're supposed to just keep doing and sleep and then get up and brush our teeth and do and then sleep and brush our teeth and do. Um, But it's when we stop doing for a few moments and just feel (laughs) that we can feel the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doing thing, um, that also ties into when people come and they'll say, Loretta, what is my destiny or my purpose? And if the guides say, well, your purpose is to love, 
you know, your purpose is to be joyful. And they're like, but what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, what does that look like? You know, how can you express that? Maybe you just express it. Maybe you just do that. Yeah. And, and meditation is often suggested as a wonderful way to find oneself. I agree. But meditation can sound frightening to a great many people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer to think of how do I find that love feeling um, by just relaxing, um, stopping, turning off the phone, um, having no distractions, and just sitting for five minutes and feeling what it feels like to be me. <laughs> if we practice that every day, just five minutes, sitting on the edge of the bed with the phone off, no interruptions, if we just practice that sitting, feeling what, what am I today? How do I feel? What lovely things have happened to me today? Um, we begin to have a conversation with ourselves and we begin on that lovely road to finding ourselves as a spiritual being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I also find that if I just get quiet sometimes, Laura, and I allow myself to be with me, um, sometimes I discover I'm kind of anxious and then I'll, or I'm upset and I'll be thinking, wow, I haven't really paid attention to that. Mm. And then I can also um, change myself, like you say, that choice point going, is that how I really want to be today? Is that the expression of myself? Like you say, what is my song today? Exactly. And work with that idea. What is the song? I think you said that earlier. What is, what is your happiest song? Mm-hmm. What is it that makes your heart sing? Yeah. And if you yeah. don't remember, then go back and, and root around a bit in your childhood. What did you enjoy doing the most? What I enjoyed, one of the things I enjoyed the most was playing with clay mm-hmm. and, and fashioning things out of clay. Well, I never became a sculptor, but I did become someone who starts with a glob, (laughs) uh, the the blank page on the computer screen, and shapes it into something. Yeah. So we can define what makes our hearts sing in a way that makes us feel, I love being me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, back to childhood. I mm-hmm. like that. Remember those things that we just delighted in. Um, do you? Can you recite a little story from your book or something that you love the most? Because, like I say, I tagged some of the pages in your book. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I want to give people a, a taste of it. Yeah. Well, I, I think my. Oh, I don't know. Every time someone asks me, what's your favorite story in the book? Uh, you know, I think of about 38 things. But probably my favorite story is uh, a, a really short one at the end of the second section, and it's titled Ripples. And uh, this story is essentially about what am I? Ripples. Everything is energy. The rain comes as tiny, busy silver hands touching everything, bathing everything. The snow comes um, sparkling, silently scattering bits of starlight, touching everything, bathing everything. The sunlight comes on the symbol sound of I am by golly I am touching everything bathing everything the moonlight comes riding on the thoughts of owls touching everything bathing everything they change everything everything is energy 
My feelings are energy. My beliefs are energy. My thoughts, my words, my actions, all energy. They are me radiating from me in all directions. I change everything. <gasps> Choose my ripples with intention, with awareness and compassion, with kindness and love. I love that. Me too. <laughs> that painted pictures in my head, which I, maybe I'll just go paint that, Laura. <laughs> it could also be music. That's beautiful. You know, your, you. your writing is full sensory. Mm. You know, lots of, lots of sight, sound, touch, feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a specific reason for that other than I, I, I think that makes it really juicy? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I have four signs in Taurus. Taurus is all about sensory experience. Well, not all, but uh, Taurus is very sensory experience. Mm. And all my life, I've, I've noticed how things feel between my fingers, how they feel in my heart, what they sound like, what they taste like, and so forth. Um, I feel that the universe has helped me write this book in this way, filled with um, very rich sensory experiences to show that the physical experience of our lives is delicious. It's beautiful. Mm. It's luscious. Mm-hmm. And it's rich with joy. Mm-hmm. I like that. That takes me back to almost our first question about the connection between physical and spiritual. Mm. And I have a lot of talks with people about the importance of being in the body, actually being present here, mm-hmm. and, and appreciating it. The sun, uh, I like your ripples, the sun, the moon, the stars, the, the, the wind on your face, mm-hmm. the taste of that really good food, you know, to allow yourself to fully appreciate that at all levels of itself. And therein is love. Yes, therein is love. So this is Loretta Brown. My guest is Laura McHenry. Her book, I Am the Song. Laura, where can they find your book? Where can they find out more about you? Amazon, Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Amazon.com is where the book is. Also, locally, uh, the book is available at East West Bookshop and Stargazers uh, in first Seattle and then Bellevue. Where they can find more about me, believe it or not, I don't have a website. I've just been too lazy, too busy writing. The book is all about me. (laughs) Laura says she has more books coming, by the way, so spoiler alert. See her July 21st at East West Bookshop. Thank you so much for listening, Laura. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was a delight. Yeah, it's Loretta Brown. Happy Solstice. I hope to see you this weekend at Bali Yoga in Kirkland. Bye now.